Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Iridian Podcast. So today we're going to be talking about a couple of things, like TV and news sources, and that little boy that got thrown off the balcony of America. So, um, I have a little bit of a news update on that. So, a family of a five-year-old boy was thrown by, of a five-year-old boy that was thrown by a stranger off a third-floor balcony at the Mall of America in Minnesota this month since he's alert and conscious and no longer in critical condition. This is actually fantastic news on that little boy that he's no longer in critical condition. Um, they're saying he's focused and now on additional surgeries, healing, and rehabilitation. They're hoping the boy will be able to return home by June. So, prosecutors have charged 24-year-old Amanda Aranda with m- attempted premeditated mur- first-degree murder for April 12th about 40 feet and suffered head trauma and multiple broken bones. Family said it's astounded and very blessed by donations to a GoFundMe page that has reached nearly a million dollars. Miranda of Minneapolis is charged with attempted premeditated first degree murder. He told police he was angry at being rejected by women at Minnesota Mall and was looking for someone to kill, according to a criminal complaint. Miranda did not know the family before he picked up the boy and threw him off the balcony. Now, Miranda has had two past convictions for assaults at the mall, both in 2015, including one where he threw a glass of water and glass of tea at a woman who refused to buy him something. Wow, guys, this should go in r slash choosing beggars to the extreme. So, Miranda at one point was banned from the mall, which means he wasn't allowed to return. Shocking to me. Court records show that Aranda had been ordered to undergo a psychological evaluation or treatment after earlier mall assaults. The boys Miller told police that Aranda came up very close to her group as they sit outside the Rainforest Cafe restaurant. She asked him if they were, if they were in his way and should move, and he picked up the child without warning and threw him off the balcony, according to the complaint. Police caught Aranda on a light rail train at the mall waiting for it to leave. They said he admitted throwing a child from the balcony, said he'd come to the mall a day earlier seeking to kill someone, but it just didn't work out. Miranda originally said he planned to kill an adult before she was the silent child said. Instead, the defendant indicated he'd been coming to the mall for several years and made efforts to talk to the woman in the mall that had been rejected. Rejection caused her to last out and be aggressive. That's not a good excuse, man. I don't know what kind of excuse you think that is. This because you got rejected doesn't mean you get killed. Look, 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 look. I know very many people that have been rejected before, and none of them are psycho murderers. Not a very good defense. I think you should probably find a new one. So, uh, my heart goes out to this family that suffered something that's honestly one of the worst things that can that a parent can go through, watching their child in absolutely critical condition like that. It's very sad that the family had to go through that. And I really hope the guy that threw that kid off the balcony gets life in jail. But next up, um, on TV and news, the Big Bang Theory is being cancelled after 12 seasons. And actually, it's not being cancelled, it's just ending. But, it will end 2019, I think, this week, after only 279 episodes. So this is actually personally one of my favorite TV shows to watch. Um, it really is good TV show. 
Well, let's see a little bit more about why it's being taken off. So today, a complete shock to the fictional science community, the Big Bang Theory is coming to an end after only 12 seasons. The news comes at a time in our culture when science is actively dismissed by people like the Republican Party. By the Republican Party, Jane McCarthy, and Facebook commenters who insist GMOs are being placed in your baby's food to eat them from the inside out. My see the Big Bang Theory is curbing scientific illiteracy. What? What? No, actually, I might be. I might dare to say that enabled it. But there are still some particularly sad about knowing that Haley Kukuwa is leaving CPS without having memorized the entire periodic table. The creation by Chuck Lohr, which by its end will have spanned 700, no, not 700, only 279 episodes, will hold the title as the longest multi-camera multi sitcom in history. I, for one, can say that I've seen at least two minutes of at least, okay, no, 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 just no, um, I'm not going to read that part out loud. Enjoy it, Satan from CBS, Tickler Productions, and Warner Bros. Television. The announcement to end the series after season 12 comes on the heels of the 52 Emmy nominations and 10 wins. They also note with light shades of the Television Academy that The Big Bang Theory has never won for outstanding comedy series. The program managed to hold strong as Television's number one comedy until this year, then Roseanne bumped it down to number two. But since she's made a habit of playing racist hopscotch, that ship has sailed. Okay, seriously, it's like this person hates TV. Um, the big takeaway, if you want to skip a show, okay, seriously, oh dear gosh, why? Why? This person doesn't even seem like they like Big Bang Theory, like they're almost like glad that it's gone. Um, seriously, okay, um, I need to find a new article to, to read off of. Um, Let's just go ahead and find a new article. Alright, I found a new article, ladies and gentlemen. So, according to this one, that actually seems like they're okay with the Big Bang Theory being gone, but they're not exactly, you know, bummed, or they're not exactly excited for it. Um, according to TheRap.com, if you ask CBS Entertainment President Kelly Cow, he'll tell you how he really feels about the upcoming end of the Big Bang Theory, which will wrap its... 12 season run in May. I can't pretend I'm happy it's going away, Cal told the rap. I don't know how many other comedies have had such an amazing and consistent run. When the series ends, it will finish as the longest running multi-camera series in television history, for a total of 279 episodes. Though Cal had initially hoped it would go even longer. Last summer, he sounded optimistic the show would return for its 13th season, but now he has to figure out how to place the Big Bang Theory's massive shoes. But Cal believes they have already made a they already have a ready-made replacement in their own Big Bang universe with Young Sheldon. Now, I personally do like Young Sheldon. Um, I don't really know if it's very. I don't really know if it's as good as Big Bang Theory, but you know, I I I'd watch it. I'd watch it a lot, actually. It's a really good TV show. It's really funny, actually. Like you figure, you know, um, it, you figure it wouldn't be as funny because it's a spin-off, but really, it is quite funny. Now, the spin-off, which follows a younger version of Chip. Jim Parsons Sheldon Cooper growing up in Texas. Average north of 16 million viewers 
during its debut season, which tended to its two-season renewal last month, Vote of Confidence series can become a new anchor for CBS's comedy lineup. Kyle said, No decision has been made yet on whether Young Sheldon will inherit the Big Bang time slot leading off Thursdays, but he said it can be on the same launch pad leading to the new series as Big Bang was for so many years. We're fortunate to have another show lined up, a young show lined up, and he may be taking a spot. We hope it's Sheldon, but it's not necessarily a given to go in that time slot. I said who predicted it would be top race to come next season. It's hope to have that and knowing you can use to kind of build off of and still have some pockets of strength in comedy. Now, we do know that it's been renewed two more seasons by CBS. If it does, I'm taking up this line, this little spot here. It probably will be renewed for a lot more. Now, for those of you that really don't know a lot about Young Sheldon, it's about basically it's a younger version of Sheldon, same problems as the you know adult Sheldon. And he's literally a genius. He is going through middle school, and you actually have the original person, the original show, to narrating it a little bit here. Um, it really is a good show to watch. So it would be awesome if it would take up that time slot. However, I wish it did not have to. Um, so that is a post from CBS about young Sheldon. There was time when the series wasn't sure to make it past season one. But I can thank the writers, Guild of America Strike in 2007 and 2008, giving it a second chance. We don't know if we would get a second season, Chuck Lorre, who created Big Bang Theory with Bill Brady to reports during the visit. We shot eight shows before the strike, and, those sh and they ran those shows over and over and over again. It still built the following. In between the show's first and second seasons, it is when Lore said they first noticed the following. He recalled that the cast went to their first... First Comic Con in that, that summer in 2008. Saw thousands of people waiting to get in, into the show's panel. It was the first indication that something was happening that we never anticipated. We're very much on the bubble. This guy, guy something like that, remembered that sh strike shortened the first season. When something's taken away from you like that, like they say, you don't know what you have until it's gone. You return later after the strike with renewed, renewed pride and appreciation for being here. After drawing 8.3 million viewers for its first season, ranking number 68 on TV, The Big Bang Theory added nearly 2 million viewers in season 2, moving up to number 44. It eventually averaged more than 20 million viewers by season 7, its most viewed in entertainment series during its 2017-2018 season with 18.2 million. Its final season currently averaging 17.5 million viewers, making its top, top scripted spot on TV the most recent numbers from Nielsen. Once considered a relic from older TV arrow is shock filled with multi-cam sitcoms like Senfeld, Frasier, and Friends. Multi-camera format is an experiencing renaissance of the Big Bang Theory's longevity is now tied into. Currently there are 11 multi-camera comedy pilots with a hybrid spits of single and multi-cam in contention for the next season. Lore argues that there's still a lot of life left in the format even though he he himself has a single camera comedy, The Convincing Method, at Netflix. There's different energy when performing in front of an audience. He said, when it works, it's fantastic, and it's worked over and over again. So, while we're on the subject of TV, um, honestly, this is kind of sad. I really do like the Big Bang Theory. Um, it really is quite disappointment that they're actually ending it. Um, let's talk about another TV series. It's only on YouTube. Um, you don't have to pay to watch it. And it's made by this small company called Brat. Now, Brat is a publishing 
um, the major publisher company, uh, it, it also makes a lot of TV shows. And these TV shows don't exactly air on TV, but they are awesome. So, Brat had a lot of TV shows like Chicken Girls, Dirt, A Girl Named Joe. These TV shows, uh, they're made by actual artists that sing. It's not like a... It's not like a... Whatever they call it, where, where you're singing half the alphabet. They're not really singing all that much. I sing like every once in a while. There's a lot of music in the background that's actually made by the people that are not only writing the script but also acting. And it's really like most of the shows is all more like kid based and not necessarily adult based, which is actually kind of cool for the youth of America today. That all the shows, like the, there's actual students, there's kids that are doing the show. And, uh, it really is a nice show to watch. You can go ahead and check that out on YouTube at any point in time. Um, Chicken Girls is basically about this group of girls that go by their ship name, Chicken Girls. And they go through a lot of drama in middle school and high school, which honestly is right about accurate for the amount of drama in middle school. If y'all haven't seen the first few episodes of the Iridium podcast, when we had Incognito with us, where he was talking about like bullying and the brats and skills of education, those first episodes, um, there was a lot on there. But now let's talk about streaming platforms. Which is better? Hulu, Amazon Prime Television, Netflix, or, Com or Xfinity Stream? Now, I'm going to go ahead and give my bit on a couple of these. So, Hulu, um, here's the downsides to Hulu. You still get ads. I'm not even kidding you. You can pay for the service, and they will still actually give you some ads. And it's actually kind of disappointing for that. So, you have to pay, like, a lot of money, like, almost as much as freaking cable to be able to watch stuff on Hulu without ads. Now, this goes to the same thing for Xfinity Stream. You still have to pay for actual cable, and you still have to watch those ads. In most, in most cases, you can't really skip through it. Now, Amazon Prime TV, they allow you to download these, which YouTube TV also allows you to do, but we're talking about Prime TV. Nowhere was there YouTube TV. You can download it on YouTube. Um, I don't really think you can download stuff on Netflix or Hulu. Um, Xfinity Stream doesn't allow you either, so Amazon Prime lets you download these and watch them offline. Um, it's really cheap and it really and it comes with Amazon Prime. Now, for those of you who live under a rock, which would be surprising if you're actually watching my podcast while living under a rock, um, Amazon Prime is one of the best services you can really get for as far as online subscriptions go. You get free books, free movies, free one-day shipping for some items. You get basically free TV with that. So getting Amazon Prime, um, it's less than $100 a year, which actually doesn't, which really does sound like a lot, but it's really not. It's like maybe a dollar a month. Um, well, probably look like $5 a month, something like that. Um, it's really cheap service compared to Hulu. Cable and um, Xfinity Stream. I already said cable. Um, it's really kind of a cheap solution, 
and it does offer some very, very vivid stuff, and you can, of course, like I said, get other benefits, and if you happen to be on Twitch, um, which is a TV service that kind of is like YouTube, but made mostly for streamers, um, you can get Twitch Prime with your Amazon Prime setup, you just have to log into your Twitch account, and I don't really know all the benefits to having Twitch Prime, but really it is something to behold. Now, on top of this, you also get um, a lot of other benefits. One day shipping, um, there's Amazon Prime books you can get, and for a little bit more you can get Kindle Unlimited, which is a lot of books, for a little bit more you can also get Music Unlimited, which is a, a lot of songs. Like I said, all these are ad-free, it's an ad-free solution. Now, moving on to Netflix. Um, Netflix has a lot of its upsides. I've used Netflix quite a bit. I prefer Netflix over Hulu. Um, they do not have ads. I do not think you can download it, and you don't really get a lot of extra perks. It's just TV, but they also have those um, Netflix originals. So does Hulu. That Hulu has their own originals. Um, so if you're really interested into a specific series, you can only get on one platform. Then go with that platform. Um, YouTube TV, they have a bunch of originals. Prime does not have any originals, but um, they do have, like I said, no ad and the additional services. So you do not get to watch your originals anywhere else, which is kind of why they call it original. So like Hulu original, like Veronica Mars, um, I don't really know how many of you guys watch that, but um, that TV series is only on Hulu. So if you really like Veronica Mars, you can really only watch it on Hulu, which means you should probably stick with Hulu. But if you're really not interested in very many originals, you just want to watch kind of basically what you want to watch, and that's that. Um, I recommend Netflix because it has the widest variety. But if you don't really watch you, if you really don't watch TV that much, you kind of like having like a couple of paranormal shows here, Psych here, um, Burn Notice here. Um, I believe they have Big Bang Theory for a little bit. Then. But you also like you know that Prime benefit, or you already have Prime. Recommend Amazon Prime TV. Now, if you really just like, you already have Prime services on Amazon Prime. Go with Amazon Prime TV. If you like those originals, go with the company that makes the originals, like Netflix and Hulu. Not really very much for YouTube there. Sarah YouTube TV. YouTube TV does have one of the wider varieties. Hulu has a couple that Xfinity don't. Um, and Amazon Prime TV doesn't really have that big of a selection. Um, but for some of you that like shows that are like very low scale, like nobody likes, then you probably get that on Amazon Prime TV. So how much time do we have left? We have closer to 10 minutes left. That's awesome. I don't know what else to talk about. So, um, TV show Psych. Will it be renewed for another season? Very good question for those that actually like watching Psych. So. So, according to IndieWire.com, 
the Psych movie sequel coming to USA at the end of 2019. That's actually very good news. Um, me personally, I, I really don't think they can replace James Roday. Um, and a lot of people were really upset when the TV show died. Even though it never really died, but long after anyone reading this is gone from Earth, the show versions of James Roday and Julia Hill will be solving crimes in and around Santa Barbara. Latest proof. USA announced on Thursday that another film continuation of its long-running series will be coming to the network by the end of 2019. Film players played by James Day, um, Jewel Hill, Maggie Lawson, Curtis Nelson, Curran Burson, and Tim Omidonson will be returning to replies their roles. Over time, the show has gone from quickly freshman sector comedy to legitimate fandom phenomenon to get psyched to Comic-Con levels of anticipation before the first of the movies premiered in the fall of 2017. At the sneak peek two summers ago, crea series creator Steve Franks expressed a strong desire to keep the film franchise going, even as Psych is ended its life as a TV show. Psych the movie was co-written by Franks and Rodin, with Franks behind the camera. Since the premiere of Psych, Psych the movie, in December 2017, Rodin has gone on to star in the ABC series A Million Little Things, which is also slated to return for season 2 later in 2019. Bill has regular appearances in season 7 and 8 a fellow on a fellow USA series suits. No word yet of John Cena becoming back, but Psych the Movie 2 does seem to center on the unfor unfortunate development in the life of Chief Carlton Lasseter. According to USA official synopsis, he is ambushed on a job and literally left for dead. In Psych-style Hitchcock pitch and not, he seems to be impossible happenings around his recovery clinic. Um, shows Sean and Gus return to Lassie's side in Santa Barbara and are forced to navigate the personal, professional, possibly supernatural. So this kind of gives you kind of like the set on how they're kind of going to write Lassiter out because um, the person that's actually playing um, Lassiter is kind of dying from cancer. The last I heard, if they're not now, I do apologize. Um, so that might be how it actually write Lester out because of that. So that actually be a very nice um, setup for like the movie too. It's going to premiere in late 2019. So this is greenlit. This is gone. And chances are they might turn this into a movie franchise. But honestly, in my opinion, if they do, if this movie hits up, they might bring it back to. TV show. Although the cast really has seemed to have moved on for the most part, like two the, the actual stars of the show. And trust me, I'm not watching Psych without James Renee. Not happening. <laughs> Nobody can replace Sean Spencer. Um, the way he's he's just no, you can't replace him. And that's kind of that. <laughs> um, so for the most part. They do turn out to a movie sequel. I will be watching that. They start to a giant movie series. But uh, honestly, in my opinion, though, um, they might just end up like this does really, really well, and the actors might eventually go more towards, you know, t getting this into an official setup here, getting this into official TV series instead of making movies what looks like to be once every three years. So 2017 to 2019, that's the two years in between. So, we can expect that probably right around 2022, there will be a third one. Unless they want to go ahead and start doing this yearly, like Star Wars. In which case, I'm up for that. 
<laughs> I'm up for that. Um, but yeah, um, honestly, I'd love to see Psych return as a TV series. So I really don't have too much left to talk about. I've talked about Psych. I've talked about that boy that got thrown from the Mall of America. I've talked about Big Bang Theory, and I have also talked about something else. Something else. We do want to talk about something else. Um. So next week. Or actually, you know, in a few days, you might want to go ahead and check up on my next post on bullies and brats. I'm going to be sharing a couple of unique stories from a couple of my classmates. They remain anonymous, and the stories will just be, you know, unveiled. Um, I'll try to get a couple of stories from a couple of classmates, and I'll talk about them on here. Um, I might actually have a couple of guests on the show, so you don't want to miss that. So be sure to subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you are, whether it be, whether it be Spotify, iTunes Podcast, Google Podcast, YouTube, or SoundCloud. I think I might have already said SoundCloud, but I really just don't care. Uh, so be sure to go, go ahead and subscribe to that, and I will be more than glad to push out that next episode of the Iridium Podcast. And you'll be one of the first ones to know! <laughs> um, also, don't forget to schedule all the premieres as soon as they come out. That way you do not forget. I try to publish right around, actually exactly, at 3 p.m. every Saturday. Um, that's when these things go live. Um, except for this week where I missed it last week because my computer was having some computer issues really did not like being a computer that day, so now this one is going to be published on Wednesday at 3 p.m. Next one, guys, just as normal, you know, normal setup there. Really do apologize for missing the podcast last week. So thank you all for watching the Iridium Podcast. I am out of here.